And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I am a real American, fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American, fight for what's right, fight for your life. There must be war. God wills it. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. One question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Bunk? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Dawn Podcast. We took last week off. Does not a lot happen, but a lot happened um, this week. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. I think the biggest thing is Obama's chef drowned at his house or at his on his property. His Martha Vineyard's property. Yeah. Uh, what do you got on that? Some people were saying. Some people were saying that there's nothing suspicious about this, and that he just drowned. First off, that's racist. First off, that's racist because he's black. Second off, there's video proof of him swimming, like he was swimming fine. Uh, Oh, and Hillary Clinton's chef, he died in New Mexico. In 2015, he drowned. In New Mexico. So two two White House House chefs have drowned. Uh, That's odd. There's been a picture of... Donald Trump chef been going around on the internet. The guy's freaking jacked. Isn't he a former Marine sniper or something? Something like he's freaking jacked. Right. Uh my theory is these chefs refuse to cook the human meat. So they kill. I don't know. You see there's so much going on on Twitter, like I've honestly have no idea what happened. And I don't think we'll ever know the truth. Uh Roger Stone said I don't know if you'd agree or disagree with that. This is just his theory. It's interesting, so I'm going to say it. Uh, he said, clearing the deck for her 2024 candidacy, tying up loose ends, Michelle Obama 2024. So he's saying they killed the chef so there would be, like, nothing will come out about, I guess, what they've been up to. Is he Obama's gay lover? Maybe. There is a woman in Chicago that claims her son was Obama's gay lover and he got murdered. Um, According to this, the pond that this man drowned in, Tarfa, what's his name? Um, T-A-R-T-A-F-A-R-I, Tarfa. That's that's how I'm saying it. Uh, Tarfa, I don't know. The pond was three to four foot. There's no way. But the police said... He drowned in eight foot of water. So, it's very suspicious. Yeah, that makes no sense. Um, I guess the second thing is uh, Hunter Biden. He is he had his he had his plea deal, which was a cupcake, and um, 
Let's see if I can find it here. And then he, he went in, I guess, to like finalize it or something. And the judge said no, right? Correct. What was the one line in the plea deal? Uh, according to the plea deal, right here, the plea deal would give Hunter Biden immunity in perpetuity. Now, what so that is, yes. is it's a nice legal term that means forever. So, it's a literally a get-out-of-jail-free card. He cannot be prosecuted. That doesn't seem fair. I have. Let's see here. Um, this is from Twitter. I don't know. I can't remember the guy who done this. He said, based on conversations with people who are in the courtroom today, in my experience as a former federal prosecutor, I think I know the full story of what happened Hunter Biden plea agreement. Uh, let's see, typically if the government is offering a defendant that will either drop charges or decline to bring new charges in terms for a defendant's guilty plea, the plea is structured under federal rule of criminal procedure 111A, an agreement not to prosecute Hunter for FARA violations. That's the Foreign Agent Registry Act. Mm-hmm or other crimes in return for his pleading guilty to tax misdemeanors, for example, would usually be a C-1A plea. This is open, transparent, subject to judicial approval. In Hunter Biden's case, according to what folks in the courtroom have told me, Hunter plea was structured under Federal Rule of Criminal Procedure 11C1B, which is usually just a plea in return for a joint sentencing recommendation only and can contain no information on its face about other potential charges and Contain no clear agreement by DOJ to forgo prosecution of other charges. Instead, DOJ and Hunter lawyers effectively hid that part of the agreement in what was publicly described as a pretrial diversion agreement to a 922G3 gun charge against Hunter Biden for being a drug user in possession of a firearm. The pretrial diversion agreement as written, was actually much broader than just a gun charge. If Hunter were to complete probation, the pre-child diversion agreement prevented DOJ from ever bringing charges against Hunter for any crime related to offenses conducted, discussing, discussed in the plea agreement, which was purposely written to include his foreign influence operations in China and elsewhere. So that put, so they put in the facts in the plea agreement, but put their non-prosecution agreement in the pretrial diversion agreement, effectively hiding the full scope of what the DOJ was offering, and Hunter was obtaining through these proceedings Hunter's upside for this was deal was a vast immunity from further prosecution if he finished a couple years of probation and the public wouldn't be any the wiser because none of this was clearly stated on the face of the plea agreement as would normally be the case. Uh, Judge nor Kia, that's the judge over this, uh, smelled a rat. She understood that the lawyer were trying to paint her into a corner and hide the ball. Instead, she backed the DOJ and Hunter lawyers into a corner by pulling all the details out into the open and then indicating she wasn't going to approve a deal as broad as what she was discovered. DOJ attempting to save face and save it. its case, then stated on record that the investigation of Hunter was ongoing and that the Hunter remained susceptible to prosecution under FARA. Hunter's lawyers exploded. They clearly believed the FARA was covered under the deal 
because as written, the pre-child diversion agreement language was broad enough to cover it. They blew up the deal. Hunter pleaded not guilty, and that's the current state of play. Uh, and so here we are. Hunter's lawyers and DOJ are going to go off and try to pull together a new set of agreements, likely narrower, to satisfy George Norkia. Fortunately, I doubt if Farah or any charges related to Hunter's foreign influence pending will be included, which leads to open the possibility of further investigations leading to further prosecution. Okay, will you explain that? We find it here. The Hunter Biden play deal was apparently more outrageous and far-reaching than the previous had been publicly known. Publicly known. In return for pleading to two misdemeanor tax fraud charges with a joint recommendation of no prison time, Hunter was getting not just pre-child diversion on his felony gun charge that would leave his record clear if not if he completed probation, but also broad guarantees against further prosecution on a wide range of other charges that haven't been publicly aired as of yet. Hunter refused to plead guilty without these guarantees, so the judge effectively blew up the deal. Hunter wants to walk away from a decade of criminal criminal behavior, including potential FARA violations and other serious criminal charges with a slap on the wrist. It's a scandal that Biden's DOJ was willing to agree to this kind of deal. Fortunately, Judge Narkia wasn't isn't playing ball. So there we go. That's where we stand. I've never heard of a deal where an official on paper legal deal we can't prosecute you in perpetuity. That I've never heard of that. That doesn't seem fair. It's not fair. Um, so he's not going to jail, but he's probably going to have to pay a fine or something. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. I mean, the DLJ obviously, when they're controlled by the Biden, they don't want to hurt by, uh, Hunter Biden. It's much of legalese. The judge, for some reason, said we're not going to do this. And now it's just a big mess. They're going to come back. I'm sure they're going to try to get Hunter out of this with a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I agree. You got anything else on that? No. Nope. Uh, LeBron James Jr. had a heart attack at USC basketball practice. What could have caused that? I don't think I'm allowed to say. <laughs> the best you agree or disagree, or you can like LeBron, not like LeBron, I mean, um, which I don't, but he is like the most athletic person probably ever. You agree with that, right? Yes. It doesn't make any sense that his son has a heart attack at 18 years old. Well, it's the new normal. Yeah, it is actually. You're right. It's the new normal. This is totally normal. Don't ask questions. Okay. You got any? I don't have anything else on that. I just. Uh, this. President Trump has been charged with three more counts in the Mar-a-Lago classified document case. That's not surprising. They're trying to throw him in jail yeah. or dissuade him from running for president. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and get into the Kentucky Senators. They had a big week. Let's start with our favorite. Mitch McConnell was talking in front of the press, and then he just stopped and stood there. It looks like he had a stroke. Yes, he had a stroke. Mitch McConnell is 81 years old. He's old. 
He's very old. Why Why do we have old people in Ibis? I mean, obviously you need old people because they got wisdom. Mitch McConnell's an idiot, though. These people are old, old. Like, these are nursing home patients. Yeah. Uh, that, it just proves where we are in society today where you have these people that have been in government their entire lives. They're obviously on their way out. Yeah. What I mean by that is that they're old. We know what old people do. I don't know. They if, if, won't give up power until going to it from their cold, dead hands. This is going to sound very mean. Once Mitch McConnell is voted out of office, he will not live long after. Yeah. you agree with that? Yeah. Um, Rand Paul said, this quote, there's a lot of information out of China discussing the development of biological weapons that would be based on your genetics. And he also said, um, or he's been going after Fauci a lot, okay. Uh, his office in Bowling Green was uh, burned down, or it I don't know if it burned down, but it was burned. And the day before that, he referred to Fauci, or he said Fauci needs to be criminally investigated. Do you think that's a coincidence? No. Okay. Um, shout out Rand Paul. We love Rand Paul. And Mitch McConnell. Let's hope for a speedy recovery. Um, I forgot to mention this. Uh, the same day all that Hunter Biden stuff was happening, they had a hearing on... Uh, UFOs and a former U.S. intelligence officer David Grush, I don't know how to say his last name, says under oath that the U.S. government that the U.S. government is in possession of UFOs and non-human bodies. I don't believe in UFOs and all this crap because every time they bring it up, it's when something else is happening. That was the same day that all this Hunter Biden stuff went on. I don't. Um, it's hilarious that we've sworn testimony. Sworn testimony that they we have alien bodies, mm-hmm. and but no the government has lied to us for so long that either people don't care or they don't believe it. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Uh, this is a tweet from 2014, Donald Trump. I hope we never find life on another planet because there's no doubt the U.S. government will start sending them money. Yeah, good tweet, Trump. Um, RFK first he said uh, Fauci should be charged with homicide because of the vaccine and then he had he was at a hearing what was that and uh, government censorship government censorship hearing and the Democrats were the ones trying to censor him which was funny and it's fun I think like every time he would start talking like they would just try to talk over I couldn't handle that I couldn't either I'd be like Okay, I pay my taxes. You people are supposed to work for me. You people make... You're the 1% you always rail against. Mm-hmm. I, I just could i get worked up. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Stay calm. I wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> okay. I might throw something if they just kept in the Do you have anything else? Because I've, I've out of topics. I've got one here, but you go ahead and pull some up. Um, um, three Marines were found dead on Sunday inside a car parked at a gas station in North Carolina. The authorities said the cause, <clears throat> the cause of death, were still under investigation. Okay, uh, this is a tweet. 
there are multiple organized crime groups in the U.S. military who are currently in the middle of a secret gang war. I've heard it. I've watched actually uh, I've some documentaries before. about where gangs will join the military to get, obviously, that experience. Yeah. That's, That's not good. Not good. Maybe we should do a special on that. I don't know much about it. Well, I mean, we'll I've do, heard of it. We'll do research. Uh, there's a con- they join in these cities like Los Angeles, New York. Yeah, we these saw gang a, members will join the police department. We saw a video today. A cop was uh, doing gang signs in New York to another guy. That's not good. No, it's not. Uh, do you got anything? Uh, almost 16 million trees have been chopped down in Scotland to make way for wind farms. Environmentalism. <laughs> uh, veteran U.S. Marine fears he will end up dead like Jeffrey Epstein after being warned by men in black not to speak about UFOs he claimed he saw during... Samar- S- somewhere in Indonesia, earthquake hum- humanitarian mission in 2009. I encourage you to go watch this guy's interview. Let me find it. Let me find the name of the interview. Uh, he talked about, just a little preview, he talked about him and his team were delivering humanitarian aid to the Indonesia. Uh, and they walked over the crest of this hill, and he said it was a UFO. And they were putting um, these very large boxes in them. And he later said he was told those were humans. And what they do is they go to these third world countries and natural disasters and just kidnap a bunch of people because they have the perfect cover. Like, oh, they just died in the the accident. This guy's name was Michael Herrera. U.S. Marine Encounters, UFO Black Ops, Human Trafficking Operation. It is on the Sean Ryan Show. Shout out to Sean Ryan. I love his channel. Uh, so, that was pretty wild. That is. He said, just not to spoil everything. Just tell them. Uh, he t- they were Americans, because they used American language. English. English. I mean, they sounded like Americans. Uh, they used... U.S. military lingo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he said they were threatening us the entire time. We're going to kill you. And then he said they told us to turn around, and that's when Michael Harara, I don't know how to pronounce his name, he said, this is where they're going to kill me. But they told him, walk up that hill. If you turn around, we're going to shoot you. He said the ship took off, and it was like a blink of an eye. It just wasn't there anymore. So, they have stuff we don't even know about, people. That's why every time I like they see these videos of UFOs, I think that's either America, Russia, or China, and they're just technology that we don't know. It could know. very well be uh, just high invasion. Highly, what's the word I'm looking for? Advanced technology. Highly advanced technology, or it could be a UFO that they, they got it and they reversed engineered like it. 10, 15, maybe not 10, 15 years ago. 20 years ago, if I showed you a drone... You would have been like, I don't know what that, that's crazy, I don't know what that is. Now they have invisible drones. We know they have invisible drones. They have stuff we don't know about. Ex- so, yeah, exactly. And the stuff I do know about is, scares me. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've talked about this. The DUMS, Deep Underground Military Bases, this is where they test all this stuff. Area 51. Area 51. The Rockies, uh, West Virginia, Appalachia. The There's a... Dumb under the Washington, D.C., and they just got tunnels that connect to Appalachia, and they got a train that goes all the way to the Rockies. 
and the Denver International Airport. That's an entrance. Look into that. That's an entrance to the, the deep underground military base where all the rich elites well, can fly in in case there's an emergency and just get in there and go. I think it was only supposed to cost like a few million, a few hundred million, and it was like over two billion. I could be wrong. I don't know the exact number. It was a crazy amount of money that it took to build the Denver airport. And some of the art they got there is really weird. Maybe we should do a special on this. That's a short episode. We can talk about it. Do you have anything else? Um, Here's a crazy one. Travis King was a soldier stationed in South Korea. He got into a fight, and then he ran to North Korea. Hmm. Very weird. Why? I guess he thought they're going to treat me well over there. Well, they barely have any food over there. So uh, Michigan is arresting the GOP during the 2020 election. The GOP sent some electors to obviously vote for Trump. They stole that election in Michigan, and now the Michigan Attorney General is prosecuting them. Uh, arresting people for saying our elections are rigged. It seems like a horrible way to convince people our elections are rigged. Yeah. Uh, LGBT youth are sexually molested at a rate anywhere from 7 to 22 times as often as normal kids. Hmm. That's sad. That is sad. Uh, Jim Caviezel called Donald Trump the new Moses. Hmm. Shout out Jim Caviezel. Great actor. Yes. This is my favorite. A video has emerged from a Chinese airline in January showing a plane erupting in chaos. A man shouted that he was stuck in a time loop and that this was his sixth cycle. And the cycle he claims that the plane crashed, everyone died, and then he returned to this point. He also said the flight attendant wasn't human and was a robot. It's not funny, though. <laughs> Who was changing her battery. The plane, the plane ended up not flying after multiple passengers become worried, and the man responsible for the panic was arrested. He was sent to a professional medical institution to receive further treatment after police claimed that his mental state was abnormal. So. That's odd. That's, that's weird. That's what, the third one that we know about? Uh, people have been seeing reptiles, the lizard people on the planes. No, no people that are real. The time loop. What movie was that? There was a movie. It was like that. Snakes on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is, how many cycles would you would it take for you to tell people like I'm in a time loop here? Probably the second one. Maybe the second one, I would die, come back like, oh, that was just a weird dream. Yeah. Uh, then how the third you, time. How long do you get to go back? This guy got to the sixth cycle. So like six times, like he gets to do life from the start six times. No, from oh. the pl- from when he got on the plane. Oh, wow. so you get on the plane, you sit down. Let's say you take a little nap, wake up, you're in the air. Mm-hmm. The plane crashes. You come back to when you just woke up. So I think that would take me the third time. I would start asking people's names. Just get off the plane. I would start asking people's names and tell them like, tell me something about you. Your daughter has blonde hair. She's named Ashley or something. And then I would come back the fourth time. And say, like, your daughter, I'll just tell people that and tell them, like, listen to me, people. Uh, it's interesting. So, and the flight attendant wasn't human. 
and she was a robot charging her batteries. So she wasn't a lizard this time. She wasn't a lizard, she was a robot. So I think that's pretty easy to find. It's a robot charging her batteries. Picked a bad time to charge your batteries yeah. while you're on the mission. Uh, so that's a, that's a... That's another reason I will never get on a plane. Because people have been seeing reptiles and uh, time loops. And then, uh, was it Don Lamont? Shout out Don Lamont. He... One of the reasons we got into this business. Yeah. Uh, he had that one where... What was it? The Malaysia or something? Yeah, Malaysia 730, I don't remember. He said it went into a black hole. So my advice, don't get on a plane. If you do get on a plane... That plane definitely crashed, by the way. They would just they didn't want to say it because they'd lose a bunch of money. Uh, if you do get on a plane, make sure you're not going to get in a time loop. So stay awake. Uh, make sure the passenger next to you is not a lizard person. Make sure the flight attendant, if she's a robot, ask her, did you charge your batteries? Because I don't want you to, to stop working. Because I might need some water, and you'll just be you'll just be out of batteries, and I'll just be cranky. Uh, so that's our advice. That's our advice to our listeners. Good luck. Uh, um, go ahead. We had a lot of news this week, but I'll be honest, I didn't read a lot of it. I just read the headlines. Uh, oh yeah, I'm worried about 2024. It's going to be worse than 2020. Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be getting worse. So maybe, so maybe a uh, time loop on an airplane doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be better next week. That's a promise. Back yeah. better. Build back better. Build back better. Unless some, if nothing big happens, then we won't do it. But usually every Thursday we'll be here. We'll see you next week. It's eleven fifty nine at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song.